27. Christian, how are you? I'm great, Stephen. It's great to see you via Zoom. Yes, you too. I haven't seen you since the summer. Our last little uh, podcast was in June with, a, with our panel of fun people and how they dealt with the pandemic. How, is, how was your summer? What have you been up to? Well, my summer has been pretty much just like everyone else's, staying inside as, as often as we have to. And for the listeners who know, I've been in Florida and I've been helping my grandmother who's quite ill and you know just trying to there's not much happening in new york so here i am in florida but trying to keep creative as best i can and doing what i can how about you steven how has your summer been my summer's been i've been trying to same thing i've been trying to be creative i've done a a bunch of different things i've updated my youtube channel i've been doing some teaching i developed a class uh singing in the blanks dealing with mad libs i haven't sold anything but i did i did it successfully at the neighborhood playhouse for a very short run but on July 2nd, it was, I think it was, I decided to do a thing called Making the News Sing and shared it with my friend John Egan, who was a guest. And he said, you should be doing this every day. And I said, what, are you crazy every day? And he said, yeah, yeah, I think you might enjoy it. So I started doing it. I've been doing it every day since July 2nd. And so I've been doing it. And I, it's been very it's been rewarding in the sense that people are enjoying it. It, it. it alleviates some of their frustration. It really does. They say it does. It is very funny, Making the News Sing. It's a great title, too. I've been watching some of them, and they're oh, quite entertaining. Alice, how have you been? Living the dream, Stephen. Living the dream, man. I said that last in June. So you've been living the dream for six months. I've been living the dream since uh, COVID hit, and I expect to keep on dreaming until after Election Day. You? <laughs> yeah, that, that's a very good point, Alice. Um, how has your sleep been, Stephen, so far? Since this last podcast, how has your sleep been? My sleep has been actually better, um, in a way. I mean, I still do not get six hours of consistent sleep. But based on the first episode, if you remember what you said in the first episode about how your sleep was? I think we have a clip of that. Did you get any sleep last night? I got eight hours of sleep. Not me, as we probably everybody knows already. Uh, well, last night I got about, oh God, a total of maybe four and a half. That's successful. The night, that's, well, that's not successful. <laughs> and my, and, <laughs> and so my sleep is, I, from that first episode, I said I got four and a half hours of sleep. I, I have not gotten four and a half hours of sleep in, in about at least eight months. I don't get continual. If I add it up, I get six to six and a half hours, sometimes five and a half, but then I take a nap. So it all boils after I'm at six and hours, which is, which is good for me every night, no matter what I'm doing. So it's, it's not the best, but it's better than it has been before. That's very good. So, you know, sleep has been in the news a lot lately. There's been a lot of stuff talking about sleep in the, in, in the pandemic and people, what, what, how they're coping. But there's nothing more exciting than our guest today, who was our first guest. Uh, she is uh, my sister. And her birthday is tomorrow, so we could all wish her a happy birthday. Happy birthday, Kathy. Thank you. <laughs> and she is back because I wanted to discuss what, what has happened since. And because she is the most amazing researcher, the most amazing, brilliant mind of, like, of solving people's problems. So in terms of my sleep, she has suggested so many different things for me to try. Books and articles to read as well. Books and articles to read. And over these three years, since episode one, probably every episode I talk about. Am I right, Christian? Don't I talk I about would say, I would say you're right. I would say your sister, Kathy, has been the most uh, supportive advocate in terms of sending you resources. And the, the latest one was in July 
when she s- sent me a website called Sleep With Me Podcast, which I actually listened to on the way to Trader Joe's on Sunday. Every day I have been like, okay, this is what I'm going to read now about sleep. This is what I'm going to do. And I've, be- I've gotten more interested and more knowledgeable and more excited about the fact that so many people have similar symptoms to mine and what they do. And then even my friend Marion had this book that she got me, but a lot of what my sister said was in this book. And I have to share a couple of things. Science of sleep is one third of life in a snoozing state, the four stages of sleep, trying to conk out the beauty benefits, um, how you deal with your facial expressions when you sleep. And of course, meditation. And uh, we've talked about meditation and now I, part of my routine that we talked about in June is meditation. I have this Peloton app. So I do, a, I do a, like a short five to 10 minute meditation. I try to do it like every other day. So anyway, without further ado, let's bring on my sister, Kathy Cooper. Hi, Kathy. How are you? Hi, I'm great. I'm here in New York City in my apartment like everybody else. Yeah. How are you dealing with it? I have a great family. I'm very lucky. And we have a, a lovely cat. And honestly, it's keeping me sane. I think if I was living alone, it would be much harder. Um, and I'm still working, which is awesome. And so, you know, I get a good balance that way. Um, how has your sleep been since sleep issues? I, I do have sleep issues. I, I start panicking about things. So if I, if I wake up like at three in the morning, which I do, and I, and I start thinking, it's not good. Like the, last night I started thinking about where's their early voting and yeah. is it going to be a place that's safe to go early voting? And do I really want to get a mail-in ballot? Do I trust that? And it was like an hour and a half before I could get back to sleep. I trust that you're not the only one staying up at night over that subject. No, I know I'm not the only one. I kind of wish I knew where the other people were so we could talk with each other. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's three in the morning. That would be cruel. What do you do to try to get back to sleep, Bennett, when, you, when you're obsessing about something as, as important as that? It's not like you're obsessing about okay. something. Okay, um, I'll be very honest. I play Pokemon Go. Ah. I turn on my phone and I play Pokemon Go and I find it very relaxing. That and uh, Nekoatsumi, I think it's called, which is a cat trading game. Yeah, my phone is my salvation. I never thought it would be. I, I used to laugh at other people in their phones. No, but that's me now. Totally. Wow. That's great. That's great. And Kindle. I'll, I'll read a book on my phone, you know, but I try to limit it to like 10 or 15 minutes or then I'm up, up. And I usually get up at like 6.15 in the morning. So getting up at three in the morning and staying up till 4.30, not so good. Yeah, I've had, I've had tremendous anxiety over the election. Yeah. I wake up in the middle of the night going, there are, there are, I was at my friend's house the other day and her company was asking her to find in every state, because they have plants in every state, to find out what the voting procedures are and who can, who can go in person and who has to wait for it to come in the mail and when will they get it? It's like, ugh. everybody my, must vote in this election, people. Yes. yes. Well, my company actually said, take the time you need to go and vote. And if you want to work at the polls, work at the polls, which that is I, so I was good. thrilled. It's a German based company. So it's not like, you know, we're headquartered here in the States, but they, they sent out this note and I was like, yes. And also, I don't know if you've heard about vote forward, but I become addicted. I I'm now on my second set of 20 letters and I plan to do a hundred, you know, to, to send it out because I just, I feel like voting isn't enough. I feel like you've got to do more than just vote. You've got to, help other people to vote. 
yeah. in whatever way you can. If there's an excuse to not sleep, this is an excuse to not sleep. We're not being any political at this podcast, but we are telling people. Go and vote. Everything right. you do will make a difference. Right. Don't think that that one vote doesn't make a difference. You know that starfish story, right? Grandfather walking on the beach with his grandson. The grandson sees a starfish and tosses it back into the ocean. And the grandfather says, what difference will that make? And the grandson says, it made a difference for that starfish. So be the kid. That's exactly <laughs> right. That's a good point. So how about your family? How are they dealing with this or how are they coping? Oh, yeah. Well, my, my daughter got laid off in May. And my husband got furloughed in August. So that kind of sucks. But reality, we're a very strong family unit. You know, we're trying to do things that increase joy and reduce stress as much as possible. I mean, we watched Hamilton. We watched Mulan. (laughs) You know, we're, we're doing whatever we can do. Art, music, theater, celebratory at home. But that's okay, you know, because it, you know, we have that opportunity. And I I just try to remind myself that we're healthy. (laughs) We still have a place to live. I have a friend who personally knows 30 people who have died from COVID. 30 people. Now, she's a caregiver. She, She lives in all, you know, she's in all those risk categories. And I'm like, well, I really have nothing to complain about. I can get upset. I can wake up at three in the morning. But you know what? It ain't bad compared to what other people are living through. And we, that's why we've got to vote. We've got to change this. This is not right. You know, we've got to make it a better world. It's up I to nominate us. you, Kathy. I nominate you. Thank that's you. it. Kathy is, <laughs> Kathy is being nominated. And the first thing she's going to do is she's going to get rid of uh, it's gonna, <laughs> daylight savings time. No, no, we're trying to do that right now. I agree. Right? I think daylight savings time is stupid. We're well, not agrarian culture anymore. <laughs> Will that help? Will that help uh, uh, my sleep issue? Will they get rid of daylight savings time? I think so. Um, lives will be saved. Lives will be saved. Do you know how many people are driving around drowsy thanks to daylight savings time? It's a bad idea. Bad, bad. As I said, if yeah. Kathy's elected, she's going to get rid of that and make sure that gets the phone right. I in. ain't running. But I think that the stresses you're feeling are like what everybody's stresses are versus personal singular stresses. And I, the feeling I get is when we come out of this, and we will come out of this, that you'll be in a stronger place and you'll be in a better, you know, a better frame than you were four years ago. I think we all will be. We're living through craziness now, you know? They say that which does not kill you makes you stronger. Well, we better be really strong by now. Excellent. Great. Kathy, I know how much you love theater and you love going to theater. It's, a, it's almost ritualistic for you. So I'm, I wanted to know how badly you miss it right now. I'm sure a lot. And what's, what's the shows that you want to see when, when, it's, when it's all back and ready? I, I want to see six. And I have no idea what else is coming out because I lost track entirely. But I Steve and I and my, my daughter wanted to see six. So I was like, okay, we're going to see six. You know, it's so hard to tell what the economics of it will be because I cannot imagine that everybody's going to go into a Broadway theater, into those little seats, all squished side by side. Nobody's going to do that when it first opens. So are the economics even sustainable to have a show mounted or do we change the nature? You know, it becomes smaller shows and less expensive to mount and Okay, then you have 25% of the people in the audience, but I'll go. 
I'll totally yeah. go. I do suspect smaller shows as well. Two-person shows, four-person shows, but giant casts, I imagine, in terms of just like rehearsals too, they're, they're on top of each other. So I'm kind of surprised they haven't gone back into the archives. I know that they film every Broadway show for the library, right? And there's, there's like a film record. My I mean, Hamilton shows you there's a huge hunger yes. to see Broadway shows. Yeah, I agree. They're all taking. I was wondering that too. Why? Why? I wonder why producers aren't distributing video content like that. Why shouldn't there continue to be a virtual piece to Broadway shows? Because there are a lot of people in the U.S. that don't live in New York and are not going to get to New York. And even if they could get to New York, couldn't afford a full ticket. Right. But you could charge. 50 bucks or 40 bucks. Hell, they're charging 30 for Milan or whatever it is. Well, they're charging now. They're charging now. Like, there's a show called Shout. There's a bunch. They're charging, what, 10 20 $35 for people to yeah. see productions of it. Stuff from yeah. Every time when I read the paper, there's stuff in, in, in England that they're showing and, you know, and, and movies. And, and But the thing is, what I'm saying is that, yes, and that, that helps. But it also, as I said, it also it also is weird for the for the for the people that who have us who have sleep at night or sleep during the day. It just makes a difference because you find the time to. I'm going to do this now with my family, or maybe I'm going to do this when I want to do this by myself. Yeah. So instead of seeing it, so it's it's a it's mm -hmm. it's that certainly changed drastically. Yeah. So I find that yep. fascinating. Um, well, this has been great. This is where a little politics, a little um, <laughs> entertainment, a little advice. You know, we're, we're a smart a smart person. Um, all right, so it's a, a day before her 63rd birthday, I would like Kathy to introduce uh, uh, this, that what she's going to sing. As we know, we've always had people, almost always, right, Christian? Do some singing. So, Kathy, tell us what you're okay. going to do and what it was. Well, this is for my mother, Lucy Silverstein, who from the time I was quite small taught me that when she went to summer camp, her friend, Ruby, played um, the lead in South Pacific, and she played Bloody Mary. So she taught me Bali High, and it has been a favorite song of mine. So I just like to sing a little bit of it from my mom. If you try, you'll find me where the sky meets the sea. Here am I, your special island. Come to me, come to me, Bali High, Bali High, Bali High. Yay! Happy, yes! Beautiful. Beautiful, Kathy. That was great. Yeah. That I was hope great. mom enjoys it. I hope she does too. Well, thank you, Kathy, for, for enlightening us. It's been a pleasure. It's been wonderful to, to rekindle and to, to recap and to, and, and to revisit with you <laughs> after all these years in, in, on this podcast. Thank you. Thank you, Steve. Sign us out, Christian, shall you? All righty. Thank you for listening to Stay Awake with Silverstein. Don't forget, follow us on Facebook, on Spotify. You can listen to us on iTunes and Instagram even. So, all righty. Stay Awake with Silverstein. We'll see you in October. Yes. Stay awake with Silverstein. Sit back, don't nap, and listen to Neurotics Yap. You'll never find him catching Z's. He's always 